When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mmm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife where we break some bread and we drink some wine. Can I get a cheers? What's up? You're like picking your teeth. I think it's bad luck to cheers with water. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) I retract the cheers. Let's do it backwards. How you doing, baby? I'm good. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy end of the week. Happy end of the week to you all as well. What a week, huh? We're ready for this year to, we're just ready for this year to be done. All right. We're getting into this. Okay. What do you want to talk about today? (laughs) Sorry. We are going to talk about how much is enough. How much is enough? Yeah. Yeah. So something happened to me this week and then something happened to you. I'll describe those things and then I'll repose the question. Sounds good. You're like, <laughs> you're so efficient. You're like, I like talking casually for <laughs> a second. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs so, the show people? <laughs> this is what happened to me this week. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Me, 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 me. Yeah. All about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out to lunch with a friend. And we were talking about, my friend asked how I was doing at work. And I just, you know, I, I honestly said to him that, you know, things are great, but I'm still trying to find my balance. I'm tr- trying to find this this balance of um, working and doing a good job and feeling good at the end of the day. And also feeling good about how I'm performing at home. And... You know, right now I feel like things are very skewed one way. I'm 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 missing my kids' appointments. You know, for I completely biffed and forgot the other day uh, both of their appointments with their their teachers. Which mm-hmm. luckily you you know you're handling that for me um, because I'm just so busy with work right now, and that's understandable when you start a new job. But I just, you know, that's that's where I'm at right now, you know. So he asked how I'm doing, and I said I'm trying to find my balance, my balance between doing a really kick butt job at both of my lives, my work life and my home life. Um, and you know, I've talked about this before that I'm I I am actually willing to make less money in order to have that balance. Like I'm I am okay with that. I struggle with not doing, giving everything my all. So, you know, when I do start at work, even though no matter what I'm getting paid, I I struggle with not giving it everything I've got. But the problem is when you give that everything you've got and then you try to give your family everything you've got, there's not such thing as 200%. So something's got to give. You've got to be okay giving 50% to both or you got to be okay doing one or the other. 
So um, again, trying to find my balance and I have this fear that I will like do really well at work and start making more money and that will become like the machine that feeds my want for more and more, but then I'll start making more money and I won't actually have time to, you know, I'll have more money for vacations and not actually have the time to to go on vacation. Or I'll have money for the hot tub that we now have in our backyard, but not find the time to actually go in it. Right. So, you know, there's this fear of not finding that balance. I'm trying to find it. Um, And my friend's response to me was, well, that's all fine and dandy. Like if you're willing to make less and have a great today, but what about tomorrow? What about when you're 59 and a half and you want to retire? If you are not working your caboose off today, are you okay then with being having nothing when you're done working? Like, I think he had this mentality of you got to keep working, 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 build things up to an empire so that when you retire, you'll be okay. Um. And you and I have done the math. And, you know, so I, I just responded to him and I said, ah, we're like, we're coast fire. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're, we're this, we're, we figured it out. Like we figured out what our happy medium is. And I may never get a $2 million home. Uh, and, you know, and I may not always have a brand new car, but I think that we've figured out the least amount that we are willing to live on and still be happy and still be generous. Um, and we've, you know, we're, we're set, we're set to, we've, we've predicted that we'll have that when we retire. Yeah. And I think I could kind of see his mind like, and he's like such a smart, smart guy. Mm -hmm. And I know he's got financial advisors telling him all like what to do and everything. But like, I could see like the gears turning where he was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? Like, you could stop investing and then just like be happy with what you've got. Yeah. So it got me thinking. It's a weird concept. Yeah. It did get me thinking about the question, how much is enough? Sure. Um, Because, okay. And then now I want you to tell the thing that happened to you in the past couple of weeks where you made a video on TikTok and then (laughs) you got like quite a bit of, quite a bit of questions. Right. Comments. Yeah. I, so I made a, um, I made a video on Instagram. I'm trying to grow my presence on there. So more listeners come and hang out with us here, which I've heard from people that they've you know seen some reels and jumped on. So if you're listening now, thank you very much for hanging out with me on Instagram. But I made a reel that is essentially just me like pondering on the street and saying, you know, how much, how much do we need? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I said, so if we need $80,000 a year, to be happy and we're 40 years old, how much do we need to save for retirement? Or how much do we need in retirement today? To just stop, to just stop investing. To be investing. done investing. Yeah. At, so at 40, uh-huh. how much do we need in our 401ks and whatever? Yeah. And conveniently, there was a, a hook song. Oh my God. Can we please try to harmonize? Can we? Oh, sure. Acapella? Ready? Let's try it again. Ready? Ready? Set. I go high, you go low. Ready? Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred. That's it. That was good. I thought that was pretty good. You guys can tell us if we need to go on tour or not, or just mute. <laughs> but anyway, it's the it's from Rent. If you guys know Rent, there's a there's a trending song 
where they just play that piece, but they cut it off before they say minutes. Yeah. And so people are just making these things like, well, what is, what's something that's 525,600. It's like, Oh, the amount of times I bother my kids about turning off their phones, whatever, you know, it's yeah. just like, so you choose whatever. And of course, money nerd, Andy goes into my mm-hmm. compound interest calculator and says, Hey, we're almost 40. We need $80,000 per year to feel pretty good. We feel pretty happy with that. That allows us to go on vacations. That allows us to give 10%. That allows us to have fun. That allows us to pay for all the things we need. We don't have a mortgage and we're not going to be saving for retirement anymore. How much is that? And conveniently, man, it's around 525,600. So (laughs) it fit really well. Uh, Subsequently, it's got 1.5 million views and it started a a lot of conversation. Anytime you get on over a million views for sure. Yeah. Uh, you get, you start to get some pushback. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Negative. If it goes over, I think it's over going 400,000 views. Then people are like, you're an idiot or the trolls yeah. You get a lot of people just, who say yeah, just, you know, there's, 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 I've said this before. Like the, the first level of comments is like, Hey, way to go. I like that. It's a cool idea. Second level of comments is you're a moron. This is dumb. You have no idea what you're talking about. And then the third level is like, genuinely inquisitive or trying to figure it out or having some constructive criticism. And the, the, the video pretty much follows along that platform. There was about a third, a third, a third, but some of the ones that we got, um, from the video, I thought they were kind of interesting and fits along with, you know, the conversation you had with your friend. So, so again, the question becomes how much is enough? Yeah. Because I, I think some of the comments, allude to that question yeah they do and when one of them that you and i laughed about um <laughs> i gotta look oh, it up now. yeah let's do like in the same vein as like mean tweets <laughs> mean, mean tweets with with andy by. and nicole <laughs> um yeah one of them was you not in la you'd be in the streets because I said $80,000 yeah. a year would be plenty for us. And we currently live on less than that. And we're very happy here in the mean streets of Michigan. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. He said, not in LA, you'd be in the streets. So right. Yeah. I mean, there's I, a reason that we don't live in LA. Yeah. And, and then another person said, sounds very, very low. So yeah. Uh, and then, and that in contrast, somebody else said, I live on $20,000 a year and I'm totally happy. Yeah. So I guess the point is it's personal. It is. It is. I I feel like a lot of times you throw these notions out and people are like, well, that's wrong. And, or, or they'll say it's right. And um, like, my point is there is no right. There is no wrong. Exactly. It's not a fact. It's not. It's not objective. It's subjective. My goal with the f- silly, stupid video is to get people just to think about it. Right. Can you eventually take your foot off the gas of saving for retirement or whatever, any other thing, once you've hit a level where compound interest and time are going to take care of it for you? Because saving for retirement shouldn't be like a death sentence. It's like, I'm going to save forever until I die. It's like, well, that's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially if you've done a level of great financial things. Got yourself out of debt, you know, save for and uh, retirement for a long time. And you've massed hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, okay, well, what is your number? What is your number to feel okay? Mm-hmm. And if stopping completely makes you feel nervous, that's fine. Nicole and I are still taking advantage of free employer matches sure. through 401ks. Yeah, that's I free mean, money. And but, again, planning for, you know, planning for like, hey, by, okay, so 
by the way, backing up a little bit, mm-hmm. by having five hundred twenty-five thousand yeah. six hundred in the bank at forty, gets you to about one point five when you're. No, no, it gets you to two million by the time you're sixty. Yeah, okay. Three million by the time you're sixty-five. So if we waited till we're sixty-five, okay, we'd have three but million dollars. I mean. And if we took a 4% withdrawal out of $3 million, that's $120,000 a year. If we waited till 60, then it would be $80,000 a year. But until you're 59 and a half, which is like the Yeah, so that's know, why I did 60. Minimum, yep. It's we'd have we'd have 2 million. 2 million. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. That triple and a quadruples. safe withdrawal rate of yeah. 4%, that's $80,000 a year. Okay. In so perpetuity. That's one thing. So it's it, of, of course this is like we're, we are kind of fortunate that you got into this and forced us to get into this yeah. when we were young so that we can take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, I forcefully nerded you into it. Yeah, so that is a privilege in and of itself. It is, you know, for we sure. We were educated early enough to, to, to take advantage of compound interest. Um, so that is an acknowledgement for sure. Absolutely. Um, it, as well as I want to bring up like the fact that we don't have payments, mm-hmm. right? Like... We're yep. okay being in a half a million dollar home instead of a two million dollar home, and then so and and then we paid it off. So, and we're okay being in older cars that are paid off. You know, so getting rid of those payments is also like I think when sometimes when people hear like eighty thousand, oh, that's like that's poverty. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because if you like if you had added those payments that we've now yeah. paid off on top of that, yeah. Mortgage payment could be another like, twenty grand a year. Right. So right there, that's car 100. payments that could be another ten grand a year. So, so that's, that's one hundred ten. So yeah. like when we say eighty, that's mm-hmm. not. That's just like the essentials. That's not. You know that yeah. that also kind of assumes that you are okay not having payments for all of the sure. biggest and you know greatest and latest. And honestly, <laughs> so, the average American makes sixty thousand dollars a year. The average American in our country. So $80,000 living on is more luxurious than most Americans. But if we do go back to those comments of like, well, not in California. Yeah, totally. I think that's totally valid. I agree. But then I would like say like to that person, we'll find out what your calculation is. And that's what I tried to politely do. Maybe you need a million. Exactly. Maybe you need double what we have. Exactly. But you, maybe you can get there by 45, you know? I, I mean, yep. it's all it's all subjective, going back to this thing about it being, what are you comfortable on? That's you know? why it created so much controversy, which is fun. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing controversial things <laughs> so people can think and, yeah. and try to figure it out. I love that investing for your retirement can be controversial. That's just so nerdy, and I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so read some more controversy. Okay, all right, so... <laughs> Um, on that same vein, um, somebody said, you know, I, I like the concept, but why would anyone stop saving or investing at a half a million dollars at 40? That's when I'm planning to double down on my investments mm-hmm. with kids out of daycare and nearly a paid off house. I'm going to be putting a lot more of my cash to work in investments. Again, I don't disagree. In fact, I said to this person, that's a great plan too. My difference, and I think you and I agree on this, is that we are concerned with doubling down, as this person says, and investing more of our money and not investing in quality family time, quality family experiences where we could. So if we said, hey, 
we've got an extra $40,000 a year to use, Nicole, with their situation. We should invest all 40000 because I know tax advantage ways to take care of all that. If we max out your 401k, my 401k with my business and my Roth IRA and your Roth IRA and an HSA, man, we'll, we'll, we'll max out all of that. It's all tax advantage and right. it's going to continue to grow. And you know what I would say? You'd say. What if we get in a car crash tomorrow? <laughs> there you go. So I'd say, you know, obviously you can't literally spend every penny to like live for the day. But I think that there's, you know, it's it's what you're comfortable with. And it's sure. I think Andy now, after having read Die with Zero, would also agree with me that like, yeah, you do have to, you know, also think about like your happiness today. Now, but I don't know. I don't know the person that left that comment. Maybe they do feel happy in what they've got. Today. Exactly. So that's completely valid. Yes. For sure. Like if you feel like doubling down and you're happy with your day today, that's Icing on the cake. Absolutely. I do think, however, what my personal response to that would be is um, I don't want to leave a huge lump sum when I die. Yeah. Like, not because I'm selfish, but because, like, I just don't believe in... Like, like, yeah, we could, we could keep building and building and building and, like, leave our kids this gigantic nest egg, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want, I want them like, I don't know. I, I just, I really do believe that like giving, giving too much and, and, uh, I, I, I'm struggling with how to say this without like, maybe like putting people off, but I don't, I no, guess it's I your, just, it's, I just it's your personal this, opinion, not, not theirs, right? In, in my experience, growing up with everything handed to you doesn't do you a favor. Sure. Um, and so I don't. I don't want that for my children or my grandchildren. Yeah. And there is a statistic, right? Like mm-hmm. I asked you what it was before yeah. our show started. What, yeah, what uh, 70% of, of wealthy families lose that wealth by the next generation, 90% by the generation after that. So, so if as you much think as about I want to yeah. believe that my grandchildren are going to be super responsible, mm-hmm. statistics tell me there's a 90% chance they are going to squander that money away. <laughs> Do I want that? No. Not only because that's just a waste of money and a waste of our hard work and sacrifices that we would have to make in order for them to squander that away. But like, it's also just like not doing them a favor. Like, I feel like not teaching them to fish is is crippling them. And I don't want to do that. It makes sense too, because like when you think about the self-made millionaire, or there's somebody who worked really hard or the immigrant that moved to this country and like had a 10 cents in his hand and he built a business that got him to make $2 million. Why was he so motivated? Cause he was hungry and he had to be, and yeah, he had like, to do it. Yeah. Like we can do amazing things yes. when we have to do them when we are enabled and spoiled. Yeah. I mean, it's that's the nature of the word spoiled. Like you go bad. <laughs> like I don't know. I just think. <laughs> and and are there are there, is there a ten per, is there the ten percent that doesn't squander it away and does wonderful things? Of with course, it? of course. Yeah. But odds are in the favor of it going wrong. Yeah. I've seen that. Uh, I think I saw a, a speech that Shaquille O'Neal did uh, recently where he said my kids are often getting mad at me because they're like, dad, we're rich. And I'm like, I'm like, no, we're not. I'm rich. You're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> and so they get kind of, he's like, they're not mad, but they like, yeah. they kind of, they're like, whoa, dad, come on. We're all, you know, right. like, no, 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 I'm no. rich. <laughs> right. Like, good luck. Yeah. You know? And he's like, not going to give him own. anything. Earn your 
out. Exactly. I really honestly think a good work ethic is the best thing we can give Absolutely. our children way more than handing them a a, a million dollar yes. um right. you know here's your inheritance yeah. yeah and you know um maybe if you raise your kids up right with the knowledge and how to do all this stuff then they'll take that blessing and and continue to create blessings for your family and society and communities in general but I don't know I I'd, I'm I feel like I'm more on the side of like let's use what we have today, but and if if by using what we have today cr- creates more time freedom for us so that we can instill our kids with the knowledge and the power and this and this uh, intelligence to create a great life, then I think that's money well spent. If yeah. it's like hey I'm gonna hustle hard eighty hours a week and then um, by the time I I die at eighty I've left this pile of money to my kids and they'll yeah. they'll be thankful right? It's like I think they would have appreciated more time with me and more experiences with me than a big pile of money at the end. And that's the feeling that I have. Yeah. I feel like every blockbuster movie like gets to that point. (laughs) But then our like caveman brains like jump in and they're like, nope, I want to get my kids some more Uggs. Right. (laughs) I mean, and and I struggle with that. Like I do want to give them. Yeah everything that they need and want and, you know, big home and everything. But I, I do know deep down inside, it's kind of sometimes hard to get there. It sure is. Yeah. I know that the more important stuff is like when we're, when we're with them, when we're playing chess, when we don't want to be playing chess and we're like spending time and laughing about stuff with them. And, you know, that's something I'm still working on too. I, I, I've told you that I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to be the dad I I imagined myself to be, but sometimes I'm just like tired and I don't want to play. Yeah. So that's that's something I'm working on. But that's why I feel like that I maybe went before you were like you weren't at home with the kids as much when yeah. I when I got the uh that like funny towel that says, which I feel like you would appreciate a lot more now that you're like in the thick of things, and it says you guys are making it like a lot harder for me to be the awesome mom that I like imagined I would be. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. It's like reality. Like, you know, you have right. these expectations that you're going to be like, this I'm this Pinterest mom. mom. I don't even know if Pinterest really... is popular anymore, but I'm a Pinterest mom. Right. And you're making it hard for me not to be that. Right. right. It's like, you, know, you imagine like baking cookies All right. with your kid. But then in reality, they're spilling sugar on everywhere and you're like, just give it to me. Right. Let me do it. <laughs> But honestly, I think that, I don't know. I think when we create time, we create space for memories. We create space for moments, even just for me and you. When we create time for coffee time, we create time for bread and wine. I think it brings us closer. And I think the same thing happens with our kids. And I'd rather create more time with our money today than, again, a pile of it at the end of the road. Because I think that's going to help. We have gone off on a tangent. We are supposed to be focusing on how much is enough. Oh. Okay, let's bring it back. I know. Okay, My bad. So do you have any? No, it, it was. I'm there with you. But, uh, <laughs> now I'm remembering. Okay, so um, any other? Any other? Any other dissenting comments? comments? Let's yeah. let's see. We got that one. We talked about that dude. Uh, <laughs> I just like Matt D. He goes, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> Is he from Jersey? I don't know. <laughs> but he thought Is like, he, from Boston? he thought wicked, $2 million wicked in retirement is rookie numbers. <laughs> um, so that was funny. Oh, and this one, this, okay. Besides making fun of Matt. Um, 
this gentleman uh, said, hey, things can be unexpected. So what your plans are today might be very different 20 years from now, might be very different 25 years from now. And this gentleman is 58 years old and had a plan and his uh, wife divorced him. And he had mm-hmm. his plan got completely, you know, ripped to shreds. He's now, he's got half of it and he's got a built up another amount, roughly four times the amount I'm suggesting uh, in my yeah. video, in my, in my five second video, it's yeah. not a suggestion. It's just entertainment. Um, uh, so yeah, things could happen. What would you, I guess, what would we talk about that? I mean, we've got, we've got best laid plans here. Uh, right. what if you divorce me? What if you say, Oh God, that guy talks about money too much. Get rid of him. Yeah. I'm out. Or you divorce me. Um, gosh, I feel like, of course you can, you can throw outliers at everything. You can say, what if we get divorced? What if we die? What if we, what if our house burns down to the ground and insurance doesn't cover it? What if, what if, what if? Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I, he's not wrong. Sure. I guess it's just, um, do you want to plan? Like it's, it's like, it's like buying insurance, you know, like, Mm -hmm. do you want to, do you want to buy insurance? Like when you go to buy a TV at Costco (laughs) or Best Buy, wherever. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like, Hey, it's a thousand dollar TV for two fifty more. You can get this, you know, like get the warranty coverage warranty for two more years. Like, are you the type of person that buys that? Or are you the type of person that doesn't? And I feel like I always think that that is such a ripoff. Yeah. So I err on the side of hoping for the best. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Might I get screwed every once in a while if the TV breaks within a year? Sure. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, but sure, you know, divorce is a is a is a pretty big number. I think it's still fifty percent in the United States. So, you know, it's just I guess that's truly the glass half full or the glass half empty um, argument. Oh, I I have a I have a good rebuttal for this one. Okay. If I were to double down and say that extra forty k that I was just hypothetically saying that we would have in our lives now, and I said Nicole we need to be investing a lot more because we could get divorced. Yeah. Do you know what's going to make me get divorced a lot faster? <laughs> Not having fun with you over the next 20 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I would be protecting myself against divorce and other potential bad problems. I would also be creating more issues today yeah. by spending less time with my children, spending less time with you so that I'm hustling harder to create a larger pot of money down the road. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, and I feel like we, we were on that track. Like I'm pretty sure that's the largest fight we've been in yeah. when I said we need to save more. And you're like, but I want to save more so that I can spend time with you. And I'm like, but right now, the last thing I want to do is spend time with you. Yep. You are irritating the heck out of me. And I don't, you know, it was just like, all we do is fight over yeah. how much to say. Like, do I want to, you know, and you're like, well, yeah, that's a good point. Yep. So yeah, that, that's a very good point. And it's all personal. This is our relationship I'm talking about. The only information I have is you and I, I don't know anything about this man. I don't know anything about what he went through. I'm not, I'm not being rude. I'm, I'm just using the question as a talking point. Right. Um, In fact, I wrote back to the person just saying, you know, 
divorce is very real and that's uh, that could be a very difficult situation for you uh, and all of the factors that could go into it. But planning for that is... I don't, it's kind of virtually impossible. I don't want to have divorce insurance. I don't want to, I don't want to invest a, a, a lot more because you might divorce me. Hey, if yeah. you divorce me, I'm going to, I am, I'm an able-bodied man and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and I would just say going back to our very first point, which I think I might just do as my key take as key takeaway. Go ahead, go one. ahead, go ahead. So what the final thought that I will say to that gentleman's comment is just, Again, it's subjective. So if you do feel like you need to have four times what that video is suggesting and you do want to have two million in there, by all means, go for it. Just do the calculation. Figure out how much you need when you retire. Look ahead. Plan it. Like, don't just keep thinking, I've got to save, save, save until I die. Look ahead. Plan it out. Find out how much you do need when you're 59 and a half to feel comfortable and back it out from there. Yes. And I'm going to piggyback on that and say my t- key takeaway number two is Google the word compound interest calculator and play around with this. It's fun. Go in there right at the top line in the compound interest calculator, how much you've already have saved for your retirement, and then back it out from there. How many years do you have bet- between now at your age, whatever you are, 30, 40, 50, between now and retirement, how much is that going to grow over the years? Put a 7% interest rate in there. The overall market average for 100 plus years has been around 10%. So if you factor in inflation, that's about 3%. I know inflation's been crazy for the past year, but if you zoom out, it's still around an average of 3%. Put in 7%. See where it goes. And then you might be amazed at how big your balance is going to be with just time and compound interest, not any additional con- uh, contributions. And it might just make you think. It doesn't have to be exactly right, or it doesn't have to be exactly the numbers I had in a goofy video. All the whole point is just to make you think, being like, oh, maybe we could slow down our retirement savings because time and compound interest are going to help us out a lot. I got an email from a woman who said, Thank you so much. And I need to respond to her. I apologize. Um, thank you so much for just bringing up this concept of, of Coast Fire and Die With Zero. It's mm-hmm. it's going to allow me and my family to have more memories now. I have young kids, seven years old, 12 years old. And this is a golden time that we won't get back after they go to college. It does blow my mind how many stories I've heard of people who like go to meet with a financial advisor to like punch in the numbers and find out like, Hey, when can I retire? And they're like, wait, based on these numbers, you can retire today. And they're like shocked by it. Hmm. Like you would think that you would be looking at that every day from the day that you start investing. Like, God, when can I stop? When can I stop investing? And when can I retire? But there's actually a lot of people that just like, you just kind of think like time to make the donuts. Like you wake up in the morning and you make the donuts and you go to bed. Like, I feel like there's, there's, um, there's a definite, um, aha moment of like, you don't need to anymore. Absolutely. And like, you just need to be looking at that just like you're planning ahead for anything else that you do in life. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so key takeaway number one was for me was the number that you need when you retire is subjective. Yes. 
And I feel like you and I had key takeaway number two kind of jointly, which is... Run the numbers. Run the numbers. Think ahead. Use this compound Mm -hmm. calculator. Mm -hmm. Compound interest calculator. Compound interest calculator. Google compound interest calculator. There's one from investor.gov. It's fantastic. And plan ahead. Yeah. And key takeaway three, what you got? Um... Key takeaway three. Okay, key takeaway three. Anything you see on the internet, it's just funny. It's just entertainment. If it makes you think, that's cool. Don't take it as uh, 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 advice. But Meet with what? a professional. It's giving us fodder for our <laughs> show, and it is. But honestly, us I mean, if this is somebody's millions about, of dollars so that they're thinking about, like uh, we are just sitting in our basement right now, drinking a glass of wine, talking to you through microphones. We don't know who you are. We love you. Thank you for listening. But you know who's going to know your situation a lot better? You and any financial professional you're working with. So this is serious stuff. And take it seriously. Huh. All right. And but then after Carlos. you take it seriously, just relax and have a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so last shout out is, hi, Carlos. And you want to... You want to... Let's talk about that, all the stuff that I do at the end? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do your spiel. This is my spiel where she kind of like fades out. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you being here. Honestly, this is a lot of fun. And um, we are probably over a year running on this show. And it's because of you. So thank you. Please keep contributing and sending us notes of love and ideas on social media at Andy Hill MKM. Instagram, obviously, as we talked about on the show, has been kind of my jam lately. So hit me up there or leave us a voicemail at marriagekidsmoney.com slash voicemail. We would love to hear from you. Baby, should we say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, it's, again? Can we do 500 or just goodbye? I think just goodbye. Okay, three, two, one. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cheesy. <laughs>